Welcome, everybody, to episode number 22 of Broad Sports. As always, I'm your host, Kevin Cohn. And before we start with our weekly segment of the Top 25 and NFL Picks of the Week, I just want to start off with a brief announcement. I announced this on my Instagram earlier this morning, which follow Broad Sports on Instagram and Twitter at Broad Sports Pod. I'm switching the, the upload schedule where usually I did uploads every Tuesday for the top 25 and our NFL picks of the week. But unfortunately this week, I wasn't able to record, edit, and upload yesterday, which for most of you fans, if you do not know, I'm able to record, edit, and upload these podcasts in usually the same day, except for the first few episodes where I took a little bit of a hiatus off due to the fact that I had a busy schedule. But Also, effective this week, we will switch the day from Tuesday to Wednesday, because also starting next week, we will not be going off of the AP Top 25. We will be going off of the College Football Playoff Top 25, which itself is pretty self-explanatory. If you don't know what the Top 25 is for the College Football Playoff, it's basically the BCS Top 25, where these are the Top 25 teams in the nation. This is the most serious poll that you have to consider in creating the playoffs, the New Year's Six Bowl, and the bowl games. So I just wanted to get that off my chest, you guys. I'm switching the date, or I'm switching the days from uploads on Tuesdays to uploads on Wednesdays. Also, happy draft night to the young NBA players, or future NBA players, I should say, since I'm recording this before the draft happens. Best of luck to everybody like Anthony Edwards, James Wiseman, LaMelo Ball, best of luck, and I hope that you have an amazing, even though it's going to be weird, I hope you guys have a fun draft night. So with that being announced and that little tidbit, let us get into our top 25 rankings. This will be our last AP top 25 rankings to go off of this year. They still will do the AP top 25s, but... Starting next week, we will transition into the a, the college football playoff top 25, which they come out Tuesday nights. I believe the show starts at around 7, but a lot of them, they don't get announced until actually around like 7.30, 8 o'clock compared to the AP poll, which is released usually on Sunday afternoons. The AP poll will still be around, but it will not be followed like the college football playoff top 25. Let's take a look at... The rankings this week, because last week it was a disaster. Not only for the top 25, but just for college football in general. We had, there was, I believe, 17 games postponed or canceled. Six of them were top 25 games. Five games were postponed. And one of them was canceled due to the fact that it was a Big Ten game. It was number three, Ohio State. At Maryland, the Terps, they had a COVID outbreak that they were not able to take under control. So they had to outright cancel the game due to the fact that they only started three weeks ago. So they have no time to reschedule these games. So they have to outright cancel them. Out of the top five last week, three games were postponed or canceled. Number one, Alabama at LSU. That was postponed due to COVID outbreak in the LSU football team. Ohio State, like I just mentioned. Their game at Maryland was postponed due to the fact that there is a COVID outbreak in the Terps football team. And number five, Texas A&M at Tennessee, they, their game was postponed 
due to the fact that they had a COVID outbreak within the Aggies football team. And also, speaking of Texas A&M, their, their game this Saturday against Ole Miss is also postponed due to the fact that they are not able to keep their COVID outbreak under control. Yikes. The only top five team that played last week was the number two fighting Irish of Notre Dame. They got the win in BC, their rival game, the Holy War, which there's two Holy Wars, if any of you guys don't know, which is Notre Dame, Boston College, and Utah, BYU. For the sake of this Holy War, I'm going to call it the Battle of the Catholics, Notre Dame, Boston College. Notre Dame won the Battle of the Catholics 45-31 over the Eagles. Yeah, it was just a mess. Also, Coastal Carolina at Troy, that game was postponed due to the fact that there was a COVID outbreak on the Troy football team, and Auburn at Mississippi State was also postponed as well. Let's take a look into the top 25 this week. There really wasn't much change. I mean, there were a couple teams that moved up, a couple teams that moved down, but there's only one new team in the top 25 this week, so that means that one team dropped out, but that's only because they played each other. So let's take a look into the AP, the final AP Top 25 that we will look into. The top eight in the AP poll stayed the, remained the same from last week. Number one, Alabama. They remained number one, even though their game was postponed against LSU. Notre Dame remains number two after beating rival Boston College in Chestnut Hill last week. Number three, Ohio State. They remained number three in the nation, even though that they had their game last week that was supposed to be in College Park, canceled. Number four, Clemson, remains number four in the nation after they had their bye week last week. Texas A&M remains number five in the nation, even though their game in Knoxville was postponed against the Tennessee Volunteers. Number six, Florida, they remain number six in the nation after a big dominant victory against the Arkansas Razorbacks in Felipe Franks' return to Gainesville. Cincinnati remained number seven in the nation after absolutely destroying the Pirates of East Carolina back on Friday night. BYU, they still remain number eight in the nation after their bye week. The first team to move up, but really only because they moved up a spot. The Indiana Hoosiers, after their 24 to nothing victory, their shutout victory against Michigan State, They moved up from number 10 to number 9. And also Wisconsin, they moved back into the top 10 after their dominant performance, beating the Michigan Wolverines by a score of 49-11 to in Ann Arbor. The Oregon Ducks, they remain number 11 in the nation after holding off the Washington State Cougars. Miami, they were the underdogs last week in Blacksburg against the Virginia Tech Hokies. They held on to a 25-24 victory, a one-point victory against the Hokies, but that means that they moved down from number 9 to number 12. Georgia, they also moved down after a bye week from number 12 to number 13. Oklahoma State, they remain the same after a bye week as well at number 14. Marshall, after destroying Middle Tennessee State on the anniversary of the most tragic, tragic event in the team's history. It was the 50-year anniversary of the Marshall University plane crash where coming home from a game against East Carolina, Marshall's, the Marshall team plane crashed and every single member 
of the Marshall football team, players and coaches, all tragically lost their life on that plane crash. It was the 50th anniversary back on Saturday. My prayers are with the families of, and also just the Marshall community as well. I'm glad that they're able to have a football team back, but that was definitely a very special victory for them last Saturday against the Blue Raiders. Coastal Carolina, they remain, they remain number 15, but now they are tied with Marshall at 15th after their game against uh, Coast against, excuse me, Troy was postponed. Iowa State, they remain number 17 in the nation after a bye week last week. The Oklahoma Sooners, they remain number 18 in the nation, baby, after their bye week. Northwestern, they move up to number 19 after their victory against Purdue. Number 20, USC, holding off Arizona. Last second victory against the second Arizona school in the Pac-12 South. They remain at number 20 in the nation. Liberty keeps rolling. They're the number 21 team in the nation. They moved up one spot from 22 to 21. They keep rolling after a dominant victory against Western Carolina. The Texas Longhorns, after their bye week, they moved down from number 21 to number 22. The Auburn Tigers moved up from 24 to 23, even though their game was postponed last week. UL Lafayette gets a dominant victory against South Alabama last week to move them from 24 to number, or excuse me, number 25 to number 24. And the Tulsa Golden Hurricane, they are the newest team in the top 25 this week after upsetting number 19 SMU at home last week. So the only team that dropped out of the rankings this week was the SMU Mustangs, who lost to number 25 Tulsa. Teams that received some votes included the North Carolina Tar Heels. They received 101 votes. The SMU Mustangs received 20 votes. The Utah Utes received 17 votes. The Washington Huskies received 15 votes. The Arizona State Sun Devils received nine votes. The Boise State Broncos, they received six votes. The San Jose State Spartans received five. The Appalachian State Mountaineers received five. The Nevada Wolfpack received three votes. The Iowa Hawkeyes received two votes. The Buffalo Bulls received one vote. And the Central Florida or UCF Knights received a vote as well. That is the final serious AP Top 25 poll that we're going to look at for this season. Let us dive into the schedule for the Top 25 this season. Unfortunately, already at the time of this recording, there's been three games that have been postponed already in the Top 25. They include number 12 Miami hosting Georgia Tech. Number five, Texas A&M hosting Ole Miss. And number 15, Marshall hosting the Charlotte 49ers. They all have been suspended due to the fact that there is a COVID outbreak within the Miami Hurricanes football team, a COVID outbreak within the Texas A&M football team, and a COVID outbreak within the Charlotte football team. Sad, sad news. And, oh! There's actually now been there's actually two more games that have been postponed, ladies and gentlemen. Number 22, Texas at Kansas. That game has been postponed. And actually, this game is full-on canceled. 
number 24, Louisiana Lafayette, hosting FCS opponent Central Arkansas. The Bears will not get a FBS game this year. Well, at least another one. Oh, boy. So we have another instance where four top 25 games have been postponed and one game has been canceled. Oh, boy. This is not looking great for this season at all, folks. Let me just be completely blunt with you. I'm honestly scared. The COVID numbers, they are coming back up in the United States. We had over a million cases just reported this week. Oh, boy. Hopefully, we're able to continue through the season, especially knowing that we're at the home stretch. We are in the fourth quarter of the season. There's this and four weeks left. We're at the home stretch. Please let us finish out this season. So, if any of these games do get postponed or canceled, I will announce them on Instagram and Twitter. But for right now, here are the games that are currently going to be played. On Thursday, November 19th, a.k.a. tomorrow at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN, we've got the number 25, 4-1 Tulsa Golden Hurricane. They will host the two-lane, the five and four, two-lane green wave. The Golden Hurricane, they're favored by six and a half points. The over-under is 53 and a half. Tulsa is a very good football team. They also might ruin Cincinnati's playoff chances. These teams were supposed to play earlier in the season. They unfortunately had to postpone their game, but now they're able to make up their game. That will be played three weeks from now. I'm looking forward to that game. That is going to be a great game. Will Tulsa possibly ruin the playoff chances of Cincinnati? We will discuss that when the time comes. But for right now, I'm going to pick the Golden Hurricane to continue to be dominant in the American Athletic Conference and get to 5-1 after beating the two-lane green wave. On Saturday, November 21st, 2020, at noon on ABC, we've got the number four Clemson Tigers. They are 7-1 and one coming off of the bye week. They will head to Tallahassee, Florida to take on the Florida State Seminoles, who are currently 2-6, and six, dealing with a lot of injuries right now. The Tigers, they are favored by 35 points. The over-under is 64. I'm taking the Tigers to win this game because for the Tigers, this is – Every game remaining on their schedule is a must-win at this point, and I'll explain why. If they had beaten Notre Dame when they did not have Trevor Lawrence, oh, also, Trevor Lawrence will be playing in this game. He is virus-free. He has been practicing. He will be playing this Saturday against Seminoles. Since they lost to Notre Dame, they do not control their own destiny in the ACC like they've done in previous years. They need to run the gamut. They need to win out. Because if they slip up once and Miami wins out, Miami will go to the ACC championship game. Because I, And you might be saying, oh, why, why is Notre Dame a lock? Notre Dame is basically locked into the ACC championship game. I know that kind of comes off as pretentious and cocky, 
But when you look at their remaining schedule, which consists of a bye week this week, then at North Carolina on Black Friday, hosting Syracuse, and then at Wake Forest, they're going to be favored in all three of those games. They're most likely a lock for the ACC championship game. So Clemson is in do-or-die mode. They slip up once, and Miami takes advantage of that. It will be the Catholics and convicts in Miami for the ACC championship game compared to a rematch between Clemson and Notre Dame. Anyway, give me the Clemson Tigers. At 7.30 p.m. Eastern on ABC, we've got this game. This is going to be college game day. I don't agree with the college game day location this week. I think it should have gone somewhere else. But for right now, the college game day location will be in Norman, Oklahoma for the Bedlam series between number 14 Oklahoma State and the number 18 Oklahoma Sooners. The Sooners are actually favored by seven points. The Sooners have won the last five Bedlam series against the Cowboys. That streak ends this year. I'm going to take the Oklahoma State Cowboys to beat Spencer Rattler and the Oklahoma Sooners. This game is to be determined, but we've got the UCLA Bruins at number 11, Oregon. The Ducks are favored by 13.5. Over-under is 66.5. Again, this game's to be determined due to the fact that with UCLA, their game last week was canceled. So was the Cal game for University of California. So UCLA and Cal, they were able to meet up with each other and play a game on Sunday. But I'm going to take the Ducks to get to 3-0 if this game happens. At noon on Fox, we've got probably the biggest game in the Big Ten this year. If you said this preseason, I probably would have laughed and thought that that was a joke. This would be the biggest game in the Big Ten this year. And this is where, in my opinion, game day should have gone. But we've got number nine, Indiana. 4-0 Indiana. They'll head to the horseshoe in Columbus, Ohio, to take on the number three Ohio State Buckeyes. The Buckeyes are favored by 20.5 points, over under 66.5, only because I like to be controversial. And I said that this bye week, I said that this cancellation of their Maryland game was probably going to screw them in the long run. I'm going to take the Hoosiers. They are definitely on their high horse, especially knowing that they just shut out rival Michigan State. I have them snapping their 25-game losing streak against the Buckeyes, and they will upset Ohio State in Columbus. You can hate me all you want. You can message me on uh, Twitter Instagram and say I'm an idiot, but that's just my personal opinion. I think that Indiana will upset Ohio State. At noon on ESPN, we've got number six, Florida, traveling to Nashville to take on the 0-6 Vanderbilt Commodores. I'm surprised that Derek Mason has not been fired yet. I am I'm honestly surprised that the Commodores athletic department has not fired him yet. He will be fired, don't get me wrong, but you would have thought that if he already is winless through six games, that he should probably go. Anyway, 
The Gators, they're favored by 31 and a half points over under 68. This is no, this is a no brainer. I'm taking the Florida Gators. At noon on ESPN2, this is going to be the toughest game so far on Coastal Carolina's schedule. The number 15, 7-0, Coastal Carolina Shauniclears will face off against the Appalachian State Mountaineers, who are 6-1, and one, and their only loss of the year was against the Marshall Thundering Herd in Huntington, West Virginia. The Shauniclears, they are favored by five points. The over-under is 48. I'm going to keep riding with the Shauniclears, and I'm going to give them the victory over the Mountaineers, or I predict that they're going to beat the Mountaineers. Give them the Mountaineers. Oh, my God. I am not God, guys. Trust me. At 3 p.m. Eastern on ESPN3, this this has no spread, no over-under, due to the fact that this is a pretty crappy game. It is number eight, BYU, hosting FCS Northern Alabama. Cougars are going to easily roll over North Alabama. This is the toughest test for Cincinnati so far at 3.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. We've got the number seven Cincinnati Bearcats. They'll head to the bounce house to take on the UCF Knights, who are 5-2. and two. The Bearcats, they're favored by six points. The over-under is 63.5. I'm still going to take the Bearcats to continue to roll. But I think that the Knights will cover that six-point spread. At 3.30 p.m. Eastern on ABC, we've got the number 10 Wisconsin Badgers. They will hit the road and head to Chicago to take on the number 19 Northwestern Wildcats, who are 4-0. The Badgers, they're favored by 7.5 points. The over-under is 44. This game most likely will decide the Big Ten West due to the fact that Wisconsin, they had their game against Purdue canceled, so this could have really made the race interesting, but Northwestern just beat Purdue last week, so that gives them a leg up. I think if Northwestern wins this game, they have won the Big Ten West. There's there's not a doubt in my mind. But the other game between Ohio State and Indiana, that's probably for the Big Ten East. And there's so I forgot to mention this when I was talking about Ohio State Indiana. For Ohio State, this is do or die. They currently they have a 67% chance to make the college football playoff. Two-thirds chance. That's pretty good. However, if they lose to the Hoosiers on Saturday, their chances go from 67% all the way down to 11%. Yikes. They are in do or die mode. For the Badgers, they've been in do-or-die mode. They're probably not even eligible for the college football playoff, if I had to guess. Even if they run the gamut and go 6-0, I don't think that they'll be able to go to the college football playoff because they've had two games canceled on their schedule. Anyway, I'm taking the Wildcats to upset the Badgers. At 4 p.m. Eastern on the SEC Network, we've got number one Alabama hosting the Kentucky Wildcats, the Crimson Tide. Oh, boy. The Crimson Tide, they're favored by 30 points. The over-under is 58. 
tide will continue to roll and absolutely destroy Kentucky. At 4 p.m. Eastern on Fox, we've got number five, Iowa State hosting Kansas State. The Cyclones are favored by 11 points. Over under is 46 and a half. I'm going to take the Cyclones in a very close game. I think Kansas State covers, but I think the Cyclones will come away with the victory. At 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN, we've got number 23 Auburn hosting the Tennessee Volunteers. The Tigers, they are favored by 10.5 points. The over-under is 50.5. Oh, boy. Both of these teams are not that good, but I, I think Auburn is better than Tennessee. Not, not because they have a better record, because they have more talent. Give me the Auburn Tigers. At 7.30 p.m. Eastern on the SEC Network, we've got the number 13 Georgia Bulldogs. They will host the Mississippi State Bulldogs. It's Battle of the Bulldogs in the SEC. Number 25, the Georgia Bulldogs are favored by 25 points. 44 and a half. Give me the Bulldogs to win. You didn't like that joke? I figured that. I'm going to take the Mississippi State. Bulldogs to upset Georgia due to the fact that I don't know what the hell is going on with their quarterback situation. No one knows what the hell is going on in Athens. Will it be Bennett? Will it be Mathis? Will they finally put in JT Daniels? Nobody knows. It's a mystery. Give me Mike Leach. The walking meme himself, Mike Leach and the Mississippi State Bulldogs. At 7.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN3, we've got the number 21 Liberty Flames hitting the road and heading to Raleigh, North Carolina to take on the 5-3 NC State Wolfpack. The Wolfpack are actually favored by 3.5 and, and the over-under 67. You know, I doubted them against Virginia Tech. I wasn't wrong, mainly because Virginia Tech would have won if their coach, Justin Fuente, wasn't such a bonehead, he wasn't such an idiot and called a timeout when they literally blocked the field goal and ran it back for a touchdown. I'm going to take the Wolfpack. Sorry, Liberty. Your luck's got to run out sometime. And finally, at 10.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN, we've got number 20, USC hitting the road and heading to Salt Lake City to take on the Utah Utes in their first game of the year since both of their games against Arizona and UCLA have been canceled due to their COVID outbreak. The Trojans are favored by three points. Over-under is 58. I'm going to take the Trojans to sneak away with another victory. At the current time of this recording, the game that have been postponed include number five, Texas A&M hosting Ole Miss, number 12, Miami hosting Georgia Tech, number 15, Marshall hosting Charlotte, number 22, Texas heading to Kansas, and number 24, Louisiana Lafayette against Central Arkansas has been canceled. That is it for the top 25 schedule this week in week 12 of the, N- of the 
NCAA season. Let us look into the current draft order of the teams that are currently not in the playoffs before we dive into week 11 of the NFL season. If we take a look, the Jacks, uh, excuse me, the New York Jets are still the number one overall team, along with the Jacksonville Jaguars holding number two. The Washington football team is currently has the third overall pick. The Dallas Cowboys, they have the fourth overall pick. The L.A. Chargers have number five. The Miami Dolphins, because of their Laramie Tunsil trade with the Houston Texans, they have number six. Number seven is the Cincinnati Bengals. The New York Giants moved back into number eight. The Carolina Panthers will be no, are currently number nine. The Atlanta Falcons are 10th. The Broncos are 11th. The San Francisco 49ers are 12th. The Detroit Lions 13th. The Minnesota Vikings 14th. The New England Patriots 15th. The Chicago Bears 16th. The Cleveland Browns 17th. And the Tennessee Titans hold the 18th overall pick. The current teams, if the season ended today, that are in the playoffs include the Philadelphia Eagles, who hold the 19th overall pick. The Arizona Cardinals hold number 20. The Jets, because of a trade, they hold number 21. The Miami Dolphins hold number 22. The Indianapolis Colts hold number 23. The Ravens, number 24. The Jacksonville Jaguars via the Jalen Ramsey trade last year with the Rams hold 25. The Raiders hold 26. The Buccaneers, 27. The Bills, 28. The Packers, 29. Chiefs, 30. The Saints, 31. And the Steelers, 32nd. Now, let's take a look into week 11 of the NFL season. I improved a little bit from last from yeah from last week where I went seven and seven. I went eight and six. I mean it's not still not that good, but it's a little bit better than five hundred. I'm excited for this week. There's a lot of great games, so let us dive into week eleven of the NFL season. Kicking it off in week eleven tomorrow night. Thursday, November 19th at 8.20 p.m. Eastern on Fox and the NFL Network. We've got the 6-3 Arizona Cardinals coming off of a last-second home victory against the Buffalo Bills. They'll hit the road and head to CenturyLink Field in Seattle, Washington to take on the 6-3 Seattle Seahawks, who are coming off of a road loss last week against the Los Angeles Rams in their first stint in SoFi Stadium. The Seahawks are actually favored by three points, and the over-under is 57.5. That's interesting, but also Arizona has completely dominated the Seahawks in Seattle. I believe they won four out of the last five games in the Pacific Northwest, and I think that that domination is very, very essential and important when it came to making my pick. And also, Seattle, they're just struggling. This team has lost three out of their last four games. I'm going to take the Cardinals to come away with the victory and get the season sweep against the Seattle Seahawks. On Sunday, November 22nd, 
at 1 o'clock on Fox, we've got my my beloved 3-5-1 Philadelphia Eagles coming off of a road loss last week against the New York Giants. Our eight-game winning streak against the Giants was snapped. This is our first loss. This was our first loss against the Giants since November of 2016. They'll hit the road and head to Cleveland, Ohio, and play in First Energy Stadium against the Cleveland Browns, who are currently six and three. And we're coming off of a home, a hard-fought 10 to seven home victory last week against the Houston Texans. The Browns, they're favored by three and a half, and the over-under is 47. This one's a tough one. This one is the first chapter in the very hard stretch coming up for the Philadelphia Eagles. Nick Chubb is back off the IR. But, and also, there's a lot of injury. I mean, we're getting healthier, but there's still a couple injuries. Fletcher Cox was a little shaken up last week, but... I'm confident in my team. I think that this is probably the only game that we can win in this stretch, and I'm going to take them. I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles to upset the Cleveland Browns. I know that that's a very risky move, but I think it's a risky move that will pay off. At 1 o'clock on CBS, we've got the 9-0 Pittsburgh Steelers coming off of a very dominant home victory last week against the Cincinnati Bengals. They'll hit the road and head to TIAA Bank Field in Jacksonville, Florida, Duval County, to take on the 1-8 Jacksonville Jaguars, who return home after a very, very close loss at Lambeau Field last week in Green Bay against the Packers. The Steelers, they're favored by 10 points. The over-under is 46.5. I'm going to take the Steelers. I think they're a well-rounded team. But don't be surprised if the Jaguars do come away with the victory, only because the Steelers are notorious for playing down to their competition, i.e. the Cowboys game. But still, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers getting to 10-0, but don't be surprised if the Jags come away with the upset. At 1 o'clock on Fox, we've got the 3-6 and six Atlanta Falcons. They're coming off of their bye week, but in week eight, they beat the Denver Broncos. They're going to hit the road and head to Mercedes-Benz Superdome, New Orleans, Louisiana, to take on the 7-2 New Orleans Saints. Saints are actually favored by five points. The over-under is 51. Now, this is very interesting. I didn't think I was going to say this in the beginning of the season. But I'm going to take the Atlanta Falcons in the upset over the New Orleans Saints. I'm sorry, Grizz. For any of you that don't remember, my first three-time guest, Patrick Griswold, he is a a diehard New Orleans Saints fan. Sorry, Grizz. And he hates the Falcons. Sorry, Grizz. I'm taking the Dirty Birds to upset the Saints only because I, I don't trust Jameis Winston. Yes, he led the league in passing touchdowns last year with 30. And I'm pretty sure he also led the league in passing yards with like 5,100. But he also led the league in interceptions last year. Now, he did throw an interception against the 49ers last week. But that's still, you you played like a quarter. He didn't start a game. 
But yeah, I forgot to mention this. The Saints, they're coming off of a home victory last week against the San Francisco 49ers, but I'm taking the Falcons to upset the Saints. At 1 o'clock on CBS, we've got the 2-6-1 Cincinnati Bengals coming off of a very, very bad road loss last week in Pittsburgh at the hands of the Steelers. They will hit the road and head to FedEx Field in Landover, Maryland to take on the 2-7 Washington football team who are coming off of a comeback that fell short last week against the Lions. They came away with the loss. The Washington, the football team is actually favored by one and a half points. And the over-under is 46 and a half. I think that Cincinnati is the more well-rounded team, the more talented team. I'm taking the Bengals to upset the football team. At one o'clock on Fox, we've got the four and five Detroit Lions who are coming off of a very, very close Almost choked against the Washington football team, but they came away with the victory. They're going to hit the road and head to Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte, North Carolina, to take on the 3-7 and seven Carolina Panthers, who are coming off of an absolute, absolute annihilation after being dominated last week at home by Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There's no current spread, no current over-under. At the time of this recording, I'm going to take the Lions to upset the Panthers only because McCaffrey, he's probably not going to play due to his shoulder injury. And also Teddy Bridgewater has an MCL sprain. They don't know if he's going to play this Sunday. So I'm going to take the Lions to come away with the victory. At 1 o'clock on CBS. This is a game that, that, that Ravens fans have definitely marked on their calendar. It is the rematch of the AFC Divisional. The 6-3 and three, Tennessee Titans coming off of a bad, a bad home loss last week on Thursday Night Football against the Colts. They'll head to M&T, State, M&T Bank Stadium in Baltimore, Maryland to take on the 6-3 and three Baltimore Ravens who are coming home after a bad loss last week in Foxborough against the Patriots. The Ravens are actually favored by 6.5 points. The over-under is 49. This is, a big, this is a big revenge game for Lamar Jackson, and especially for, Raven, for the Ravens fans, knowing that after the best team in franchise history for the Baltimore Ravens, the best record ever, in franchise history at 14-2. They got absolutely embarrassed against the Tennessee Titans in the divisional round last year. They have had this game marked on their calendar all year long. But I'm taking the Tennessee Titans. Sorry, Ravens fans. I'm taking the Titans to beat you guys once again in Baltimore. At 1 o'clock on CBS, we've got the 4-5 and five New England Patriots coming off of a home victory on Sunday Night Football against the Baltimore Ravens. They'll hit the road and head to Energy Stadium in Houston, Texas to take on the 2-7 and seven Houston Texans who return home after a very close road loss last week against the Cleveland Browns. The Patriots are favored but only by two points, and the over-under is 48 I'm going to take the Patriots to get to 500 on the year 
and absolutely crush the Houston Texans. At 4.05 p.m. Eastern on CBS, we've got the 6-3 Miami Dolphins coming off of their fifth straight victory. But last week was a victory against the at home against the Los Angeles Chargers. They'll hit the road and head to Mile High Stadium in Denver, Colorado to take on the 3-6 Denver Broncos. The Dolphins are favored by three points. The over-under is 45. I have the Dolphins winning their sixth straight game and having Tua Tungavailoa be the first NFL rookie since Ben Roethlisberger in 2004 to win his first four career NFL starts. At 4.05 p.m. Eastern on CBS, we've got the 0-9 New York Jets, who had the bye week last week, thank God for them, but they're still, they had a bad, bad, really bad uh, home, heartbreaking actually, home loss against the rival New England Patriots. They were up by 10 points. They were making America feel great, and they crushed it. Hi. They're going to hit the road and head to SoFi Stadium in Englewood, California, to take on the 2-7 and seven Los Angeles Chargers, who are coming home after a road loss last week in Miami against the Dolphins. The Chargers, they're favored by 8.5 points. The over-under is 46. The Chargers, they need to win eventually, and this is the week that they will win. Give me the Chargers to finally bounce back after all of those disappointing blown leads and losses. Give me the Chargers to beat the Jets. This is a very, very good game. But at 425 p.m. Eastern on Fox, we've got the 7-2 Green Bay Packers coming off of a very hard-fought victory last week at home against the Jacksonville Jaguars. They'll hit the road and head to Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis, Indiana, to take on the 6-3 Indianapolis Colts, who are coming home after a Thursday night football road victory against the Tennessee Titans in Nashville. The Colts are actually favored by two points, and the over-under is 51.5. This is going to be a great game, a absolute gunslinger, a shootout between Rodgers and Rivers, but I'm going to give Rivers the edge only really because He's in Lucas Oil. Give me the Colts to beat the Packers. At 425 on Fox, we've got the 2-7 and seven Dallas Cowboys. Also coming off of the bye week, but their last game, week 8, was a home loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're hitting the road and heading to U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis, Minnesota to take on the 4-5 and five Minnesota Vikings, who are coming off of a Road victory back on Monday night against the Chicago Bears. The Vikings are favored by seven points. The over-under is 48 points. Give me the Vikings to absolutely roll over the Cowboys. At 8.20 p.m. Eastern on NBC, there's no current spread, no current over-under. This is the biggest revenge game so far for Patrick Mahomes in his career. The 8-1 Kansas City Chiefs. This is their classic rivalry. It's one of the NFL's oldest rivalries. This will be their first time stepping in Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, Nevada. Take on the Las Vegas Raiders. We're 6-3. They're coming off of a 
home victory last week against the Denver Broncos. And the Kansas City Chiefs, they're coming off of the bye week. But before the bye week, they had a hard-fought home victory against the Carolina Panthers. This is a big revenge game for Patrick Mahomes at, and even the Chiefs in general as this was the Chiefs' only loss of the year so far. This was also the first game in Patrick Mahomes' career that he lost by more than seven points. You know what? I think the Raiders get the sweep of the Kansas City Chiefs and continue to roll and get to 7-3 and three on the year. And finally, this is a very special, it's a very special game, especially in the history of the NFL. Monday, November 23rd, 2020, at 8.15 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. We've got the 6-3 Los Angeles Rams coming off of a home victory against the Seattle Seahawks. They'll hit the road and head to Tampa Bay, Florida at Raymond James Stadium to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are 7-3, who returned home after a road victory last week in Charlotte against the Carolina Panthers. The Buccaneers are favored by four points. The over-under is 48.5. This is a very special game in NFL history as Current NFL referee Jerome Boger, he is an African-American NFL referee. He will be the head referee in the first ever game to have an all-African-American referee crew. That is absolutely amazing. I can't, believe it, I can't believe that it took this long, but that is absolutely amazing that they are able to finally be able to do that. I'm going to take the Rams actually in the upset over the Buccaneers because... For some reason, this Buccaneers team does not know how to shot, does not know how to play well in prime time. You give them a one o'clock game, a four o five game, a four twenty five game that's not Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, except for the Packers game, then they're fine. But Sunday night football and other like primetime games, they just don't know how to win. So I don't know if they'll if they'll win in primetime again. And also primetime, they struggled against the New York Giants. Giants. Huh. Give me the Rams in the upset. The teams on bye this week include the Buffalo Bills, who are currently 7-3. They're coming off a road loss last week, a real shootout in the final minute against the Arizona Cardinals in the desert. The 5-5 five and five Chicago Bears coming off of their fourth straight loss. Their loss on Monday night was against the rival Minnesota Vikings. The 3-7 and seven New York Giants who finally snapped their eight-game losing streak against the Philadelphia Eagles. They're heading into the bye week. And the San Francisco 49ers, after their tough road loss in New Orleans against the Saints, they will finally be able to rest up. And hit the bye week. So those are my NFL picks of the weeks, you guys. Once again, I am picking the Cardinals, Eagles, Steelers, Falcons, Bengals, Lions, Titans, Patriots, Dolphins, Chargers, Colts, Vikings, Raiders, and Rams. Let me know what you guys think on Twitter and Instagram at BroadSportsPod. It's going to wrap it up for episode number 22 of Broad Sports. I can't thank you guys enough for tuning in and listening to my little rambles. Some statistics. 
I'm sorry. I can't. I I'm, I'm just very excited. I can't thank you guys enough for tuning in and listening to Broad Sports. So with that being said, please follow Broad Sports on Instagram and Twitter at Broad Sports Pod. And this is your host, Kevin Cohn, signing off. I hope you have an amazing day and Godspeed.